Hello and welcome to Wine and Swellness. I'm Kara. I'm Erin. <laughs> and we are excited, as usual, to be here. Um, we have been talking for actually several hours at this point, and we're finally recording at 9.17 at night. I got here at 4 p.m. I got here at 5 a.m. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I had my other job during the day, and then <laughs> I, I work here. And then I came here to my other part-time job that I never really come to. And then you and have then, a cubby. Yes. And then I have a cubby. <laughs> and then I worked out. You did work out. And then I was with somebody. So and then, then you were with somebody. So then I had to go get wine and provisions. That was a well, big situation. You, you didn't bring them. <laughs> well, I forgot. I got a little like sidetracked at home. Forgot to bring the wine and then brought, uh, we really loved our first bottle mm -hmm. of wine. Mm -hmm. It was Samey something. S-I-M-I. -I. Yeah. So Simi Valley. I So I, so I sat at the, the liquor store and I was like, ooh, I know Simi Valley. That's the place where like Ronald Reagan's museum and library is. This mm -hmm. is fantastic. And then when I got it back here, I realized, oh, no, this is just the name of the brand. And it's it's actually a Sonoma wine. It's good. It was delicious. It's really good. It was, um, the, and the description was correct. It had a velvety mm. finish. We yeah. loved it. And we're on our second wine. You know, Ronald Reagan uh, saw, uh, got a, maybe abducted by UFO. He, yeah. You didn't know that? Uh, I See, you, know, you told me about whole, that like, earlier. And I was going to tell you that, but then we went on something else and. There was a whole, okay. like, you know, state level funeral for him. It seemed pretty legit. With UFOs? N no. With like a presidential funeral. Well, yeah. It I mean, he was really, a president. It seemed, obviously. And, and you know, as a history teacher, he's really in the top five. He was president when I was born, I think. Uh, yes, he was. Cause mm -hmm. you in just, the 1900s. Uh-huh. Because you are really old. And yes. you've aged gracefully. <laughs> but anyways, he and his wife were in California. Nancy. They're on their way to a party, uh, some sort of, you know, thing, political thing. And I mean, I, I mean, I watched it on Gaia and Gaia is the real news. G-I-A-I, -I, subscribe. And um, they were somehow like maybe abducted or like saw a UFO and there, there was like a, a time span of five hours that passed without them knowing. And they were late to this party and he was always like a UFO, like buff uh she oh, wait, also, am i telling you something you don't know she was also into so nancy was into astrology you oh, know yes. she had like her own personal astrologist yes. well mm -hmm. first lady mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i still revere the mm -hmm. reagan white house yeah doesn't matter any political affiliation mm -hmm. i mean anyone that will put jelly bellies on their desk in the Oval office i think like warrants some reference okay just throwing that out there. Did not know that. Yep. Mm -hmm. See, we both shared things we did not know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to research for you to Shocking. research this. Yes. Shocking. So we've done a lot of talking, um, mostly texting this week. It was kind of a weird week for the Aaron and Kara uh, friendship because there's a lot going on. So much, so much, so much so that I think the beginning and or end of every text I sent is. What is going on with people in the world? Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. and then we realized, wow, we should really sit and think about sit, sit and talk about sit, death. that part of swell, the first part, sit. Which involves death. 
It does because they're in order to grow, you have to die in some form. Mm -hmm. And that could be a variety of things. And so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about my death experience, mm -hmm. which is not really like death, death, but yeah. a mm -hmm. experience of sorts. And then your death experience. Yeah. Well, you had a physical death. I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've all experienced death and we have a resistance to death. And everyone thinks that death is bad and death is this mm -hmm. awful thing and, and we want to resist it. And death meaning not necessarily like the final death, but yes. death to the old self, whatever that looks like. And the old story and the, old story. the person that you don't want to be anymore. Yeah. And to, you're either growing or dying, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but you have to die to allow the room to grow. You have to die to allow birth. And, and you have to accept that. Yeah. You have to come to terms with the fact that that whatever it is, is no mm -hmm. longer working. Mm -hmm. It's not serving you. Mm -hmm. So let go, mm -hmm. take the leap, trust and believe and move forward. And what's been such a blessing in my life is working with 40 and over. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen for a long time, these 40 and over people going, coming to me and they can, they can kill it in business. They can kill it in their professional lives and they mm -hmm. can't figure out their bodies. And because they're, your body's not a metric, your body's not a math problem. You and know, I, you, I learned that pretty hard. No. Yeah. Nobody yeah. factors in the human. No. And we have been taught that not to suffer. We've been taught that we need to be happy. And we've been taught that happiness is the destination and accolades and achievements and Mm -hmm. The in-between time, the suffering, the, the suck, like you're not supposed to be in that. You're supposed to eat it away and drink it away and, and do all these other things and not feel pain when really we're here to experience life. We're not here to be happy. We're here to experience life and the entire experience of that. So, and that um, might be happiness. Oh, absolutely. But there's also going to be the not happy moments. And in the not happy moments, there is joy available, mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. and because we were talking last time, like happiness is a destination. It's not mm -hmm. the goal, right? It's not, it's not the everyday, but joy is available every day to sit in joy of like the sunrise of a cup of coffee of the morning mm -hmm. of your, the way your kids smell of like just all the, just little, the things, little things, all the little things, the happiness. That, yeah, joy that bring you mm -hmm. joy. That's so different. I mean, that's mm, so mm -hmm. different. It just completely changes your day. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So like sometimes, and what's amazing is the universe or whatever will kind of force you into these things. And a lot of people will wait until there's a crisis to change. They'll wait. But then it's hard to change mm -hmm. because they don't necessarily have the tools mm. and the right mindset mm -hmm. it's it comes from fear yeah. versus love love mm -hmm. and so therefore the change is harder than it needed to be maybe well the situation it doesn't have to be a crisis right it doesn't have to be an all-in all-out thing i don't know i I'm I'm i i know we are in the meditation we're in the, room tonight. yeah we, we didn't share that with our our listeners because we're in sit we're in sit so we're in the meditation room yeah. And um I'm trying to get my new hair together. I have old hair, so it's all good. Um 
Yeah. So who's going first tonight? You you told oh, me. Yeah, I, I did. I said chronologically so I'm speaking. Going first. I should okay. go first. Fine. I know. So um I would say that you've been dying for a while. I've been dying for a while on the inside, and I didn't understand that. Yeah. Um, and I think I was resisting um, mentally that something was happening until probably about this time last year where things were going haywire. I could not focus very well. I was extremely exhausted and it was not COVID. Um, I was kind of blaming the pandemic and, and I'm a teacher. So pandemic teaching, I think is more exhausting than regular teaching. Mm -hmm. And I realized, okay, something is really out of sync. And so, um, and I'll just be blunt. It had to do with my, um, my monthly cycle. So things were really off and I was able to see a doctor in October and then did not get back with the doctor until March. And then by March it was decided, um, or determined really, yeah, COVID really wasn't helping mm -hmm. with the whole, like, let's get into the doctor right. and solve these issues. Um, cause I'm not a COVID patient. I'm just a, Hey, I have some sort of health concern. Um, it was determined that hysterectomy was for me and, and it kind of dates back to the birth of my daughter. So I had a C-section, uh, almost 13 years ago now. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know a lot of doctors, but I think they have kind of an interesting sense of humor. And so there, there I am in the operating room, it's a C-section and, and my daughter, you know, she's born and and then you hear this oh i see what's going on here and i'm like uh, uh, mm -hmm. okay uh, mm -hmm. great mm -hmm. what's going on here and i'll be perfectly blunt um my uterus is split like a walnut you have and a heart shape i have a heart shape unit, so it's kind of like a walnut so there's there is a um dividing line and so she only had basically half the space to grow that someone with a full-size uterus a baby could fully grow and develop. So she was a little early, perfectly healthy, perfectly fine. Everything's great. And I didn't think much of it. The doctor really didn't think much of it. The only recommendation was, you know, if I had another baby, it would be a different risk factor and to take those things in consideration. And uh, because of that, I didn't pursue having another baby and things went fine. And then, um, about a year ago, things weren't fine. And quite frankly, it was stressful. I think it, it was actually happening before that, though. It pro I think I so. Really I do. think, and I don't know how this is for other people in this position, but there literally was a part of me dying inside. Mm -hmm. And when like I had my like a complete organ, like a complete organ, yeah. just dysfunctioning. And, um, you know, luckily it's one that, as the doctor said, this is not your grandmother's hysterectomy. So technology has really come a long way in this, in this um, particular field. And I was very blessed, fabulous doctor, mm -hmm. fabulous procedure. Everything went well. The recovery was well. And I can tell you that my energy level is completely different than a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, then four months ago when we were in Kansas yeah. Gang. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, let's stay in. I mean, I was kind of like a tired little, you know, person who just didn't have the energy to go do the things that I probably should be able to go do. Mm -hmm. And 
that's because my uterus was literally just like you had a dead organ in you sucking yeah. the life out. Mm -hmm. And so I'm happy to report. I, we made the decision for me that it would be best to remove it versus doing like hormone therapy or anything like that. Like, yeah, let's just do this. Let's just get this out. It was the best thing, mm -hmm. best thing ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I mean, I'm back hundred percent. Um, at least myself, I can't say I'm hundred percent back at the gym, but I'm getting there and I'm not yawning in the middle of my workout. Mm. That's what was so weird. I would be in the middle of a workout, mm. which I always associate exercise with adrenaline and like getting, you know, energy. And it kind of gets me through the next part of my day. Cause I'm an afternoon workout person. It kind of shifts me from my first part of my day to my second part. I could never make the shift mm. because I was so tired. Mm -hmm. And so now I can make the shift and, and move on. And it's, it's great. It was best decision. And even though it had to be such a, a death mm -hmm. in my opinion, um, just even how vibrant my eyes look, it's just different. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's, it's been a great change. Yeah, it was it was frustrating for a long time because you were doing all the things right. I you was. know, you were doing yeah. like in in any other gym or any other place, you know, it, it would be all about metrics and it'd be all yeah. about that. And it, exactly. It, and you kept going, you know, yeah. even though you didn't see like the the physical results. Nope. And because we knew there was something deeper. And there see, was something else. Yeah. And yeah. and a year, I think it was a year before that. Oh yes, because it was right before COVID. Uh, my word for the year was rest. rest and you were very annoyed with that. Like, no, no, no. Why are you resting? I'm like, well, mm -hmm. I think my body and how intuitive is that? Right. That really I was, was like, no, really my was. word is yeah. rest. I yeah. need to rest. Well, I felt like you set the whole world on fire because I was like, wait a minute, Kara. Now we're all resting. <laughs> and then we had Could you choose another quarantine? Word? Yeah, yes. Could you choose another word? <laughs> yeah, we were focused on my other word. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I picked a word for this year because I was a little yeah, afraid. Yeah, I was I, a little I, afraid yeah, of what was going on in the world. But abundance, yeah. abundance, maybe, or like not rest. Um, but but I rested, and then that's when we found the problem because I could really focus. I could sit. Mm -hmm. I could meditate. I could pray. I could think about, okay, what's working? What's not working? You know what? Maybe it's not my family doctor. It's it's got to be my my OBGYN, like what is really happening with me? And mm -hmm. that's where we dialed it in. And that came from a place of sit and rest. Yes. And death. Mm -hmm. And I, people have a, such a negative connotation with death and yeah, it really is just a, just an ending for a new beginning mm -hmm. and uh, death to your old story. And so many people want to, continue their old story and continue where they came yeah. from. They don't, they, they don't want to well, question easy. their beliefs. They don't want to yeah. question their judgments. They don't want to question the way that they came from because that would be, that would mean that they were questioning their parents or their, their family or their whatever. Okay. And. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't know what you're doing. I'm sorry. I was yeah, just like, I was what you, what's happening? Rearranging the microphones in an odd location tonight. Yeah. I hope we find it all. Yes. So in, inspired by Kara's death of her uterus. Yeah. And which I think is important really, for no, a lot of women to hear. Cause we talked, we actually talked about that a lot. this yeah. summer. I mean, we, yeah. 
Because we went to... There was a whole meditation in Florida that involved... <laughs> we went to Cuba Skate and we were at the Reds. Odd. We were like meditating all day yeah. because we're in this, yeah. this swell vacation, sit, work, eat, live, and love. It was love. wonderful. Best and, vacation ever. And, and it was weird because it was like the best meditation of the week. <laughs> yes, you know what it I mean? was. We were, we were waiting for her brother to, to come meet us, but we mm -hmm. had this weird... Like two we yeah. did. We had a window that was yeah. weird, so we decided to meditate. Meditate in a weird corner of like the pool. The <laughs> I know it was like, like it was actually great. It was a nice breeze. It was, it was like, like shady. Like the weather was perfect. Yeah, everything was great. And it was like the one of the most amazing meditations of my entire life. <laughs> but what happened? Like when, it's hard to explain. There's it, a visual really aspect is. to it. I don't we, like we opened our eyes, we're done, and we're like in this total bliss. And I look over and Kara has this wet ring around her. And she's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and it was like, um, I and that was happening. a bit odd. It was a bit it was, it it was. Was totally odd. I was like, whoa. And it was it was a perfect circle. It that it, yes. Which I think is so interesting that the symbol was a circle. You know, there's so many yeah, I mean meanings with a and, circle, and, and it wasn't. And, I mean, you're, and you're yeah. right. It was like, it, like you couldn't have created it no, any no, better. No, not at all. Nope. And, and you, how did you feel though? I we had the best night of our life. Felt released. Oh yes, we, we went the, on to have like the yes. best dinner. Oh, oh gosh. the best! Like, it like was the delighted. Best. It was delighted. It was the best. Yeah, had um, a great time. Yeah, like like the universe just delighted us in yeah. completely ways that we could have never predicted. No. Um, but I think that was like the, the death and then all Francis yeah. did was just take it out. Yeah. Cause that. it was before my surgery. Yeah. It was like a week or two before my surgery. Mm -hmm. And then, and I'll, I'll never forget the morning of surgery. I'm like, um, just a second. So is this because my organ is, is dying inside? And literally all he had to say was, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, you know what? Let's get this show on the road. Let's mm -hmm. do this. And, you know, if ever you have doubts, if ever you think, oh my gosh, am I imagining what's happening? Right. Go seek the medical help and realize that there is help for you. And and I feel enlightened, I guess is what you could say. Yeah. Super enlightened by that whole experience that mm -hmm. I never saw coming. I never thought that was even like a thing mm -hmm. and it's a thing and it's a bit more common than than what I knew before mm -hmm. it happened to me mm -hmm. so you know don't hesitate just seek your medical provider get the help you need you will feel so much better yeah oh my gosh yeah so much better that's good that's amazing I mean I don't know. I don't know if I seem different to other people. I feel different. No, I can tell. I feel different. You're like your skin looks better. Like yeah, your eyes yeah. look better. Like yeah, you're saying, there was like, a definite really... like yeah physical appearance mm -hmm. attached to whatever was happening internally. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, your body knows. It does. And you have to be willing to take the cues. Yeah. And so many people don't take the cues. They don't because we're we're living unconsciously. And we're not willing uh, to sit with yeah. ourselves, and we're not right. willing. You know, we're not willing right. at all to to do that and come up against yeah. ourselves. And, right. And think, well, maybe it's not the program. Maybe maybe there's something wrong with me. Like maybe there's something, you know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and you just have to keep digging, and you have to keep willing to advocate for yourself. Yeah. And so that whole death actually completely inspired me. The death of her uterus. Yay! <laughs> inspired me because I I turned forty on Monday and happy birthday. 
And I tried everything I could not to turn 40. You know, I was like. She really did. Yeah. Yeah. I really did. Like, was, I, like I was like. If I've ever seen Aaron avoid anything, it was turning 40. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 that, that can't, this can't be happening. And because I thought that 40 year olds like had it figured out. Nope. And now I'm really not pissed off. Nope. That um, I've been lied to my entire life, you know? Like, oh, can I you think you were lied to? Mm-hmm. I think it's a misconception. So, anyways, mm-hmm. I was like trying not to turn 40. So basically, my family was like, what do you want for your 40th birthday? And I was like, I want to not be 40 and I want to, I want a clean house. <laughs> You yeah, know? that was big. And then, then I like stopped. And I like looked around. I was like, "Is my mom here?" No. Oh, she didn't say that. Oh, it's me. Want a clean house. <laughs> I want the laundry folded. Yeah, it's gonna be just for one minute. Have a Can clean I just house. Twitch like, my, oh my nose gosh. and it's all done. You know, like bewitch that old show. Like, oh, my oh my gosh. Okay, so so yeah. I am turning forty. Okay, yeah. so and and it was it was probably about two months ago. I I did start writing my obituary to my thirties because I was kind Quite of literally. Yeah, no, really, I did. Like, yeah, yeah, and so. I was kind of annoyed with the um, uh, Facebook lifestyle. Okay, let me show you like my my top ten of the oh, last decade, the and let me show you how awesome like, yeah, my life is. Let me the highlights show you. real, yeah. right? And so I was like, you know what? I don't want to do like some bullshit like top ten of my last decade. Like, no. How, what don't I want to take with me to my forties? You know, like like what don't I want to take with me to my life to my next yeah my next decade. And so I started writing this obituary about two months ago and I, I, I hated it. Like I, I would write it and then I would hate it. And I actually was sending it to Carly, one of my employees, like, and, and I just hated every minute of it. It took me, no, it really took me, it took me two months to actually refine it. I mean, that's how writing goes. I mean, you, 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 write oh, absolutely. Something like, you rewrite, you oh, rewrite, you edit, you oh, yeah. edit, rewrite, you think edit. about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I was pretty happy with, with what I came up with and, probably the most amazing part was the realization that I actually got everything I ever wanted. Mm -hmm. And how beautiful is that? Like I got everything I ever wanted. Right. It just wasn't packaged in the way that I wanted it. (laughs) You know, let me find joy that I'm going to show you cold, wet and Sandy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you every condition that you can never find joy. And I'm going to make you find joy strength. I'm going to show you how weak you are. So you can find strength. I mean, I'm going to show you like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, love. I'm going to show you heartbreak. I'm going to show you judgments. I'm going to show you expectations. Uh, I'm going to show you all these things mm-hmm. so you can find love. And I think the most beautiful thing that came out of my thirties was my mistakes and my failures. And like by seeing my mistakes and my failures, I could better see everyone else's like divine. I could better see, oh, wow. Well, no, you know, like different perspectives and I could better see love in every single buddy else. Right. Because I was willing to die because I was willing to make mistakes. So I was willing to. I love the part where you're allowing yourself to see and accept other people's perspectives. Yeah. Because that's where a stopping point comes for so many Mm -hmm. is we're so Mm self-driven. We're so self-focused that we don't often consider the and, people that are literally doing the same thing we're doing every day and which is getting up, breathing mm-hmm. and living and a part, like we're all a part of each other. And the oh, thing yeah. is like, when I first started writing this, like a part of what I was writing was I came into my thirties, not lost. I came into my thirties with my beliefs, with my judgments, yeah. 
with my expectations, with I know what's happening. I'm in my 30s now, and this is how life is, right? And, and I think one of the most painful parts was realizing that I wanted to, I was ex- expecting me out of everyone else. Well, wait a minute. Like I'm honest and I'm nice. And like, mm-hmm. I would expect that. Like, well, wait a minute. They're not giving me that. that that's heartbreaking. Well, wait, they're not giving me me. That's heartbreaking. Instead of just allowing people to be where they are, wherever they are in their journey, you know, and accepting them and accepting that because yeah. I think like with judgment and expectations, you're going to judge people on their, their, their dark side, but really, and you're, you're, you're really judging them on your light side. Does that make sense? Like I expect well, people to be honest cause I'm honest, but really that's like a terrible expectation. Like, and not, and I shouldn't expect them to be liars. I just should just, but on accept. the flip side, if you're a dark minded person, oh. you might be thinking the opposite. Like you're looking for honesty. Sure. You might mistrust people. Oh no. I see that all the time. I'm just saying, I mean, and, and I see that all the time. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I, I got everything I ever wanted, but it, like I said, it was in, it wasn't in the way that I expected it. No. And yeah. the reflection of, of my thirties and the obituary of my thirties, it was actually like one of the most loveliest things I've ever like thought of and written and just, you know, mm-hmm. of like, wow, I did get everything I wanted. Like, come on. Well, Aaron. what a like, great way to start two months ahead, really dig deep. Yeah. Look, look in the past decade, mm-hmm. what worked, what didn't work, what made you, mm-hmm. what made you feel good, what didn't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And so how has that primed you for your next decade? Um, it primed me quite a bit as far as what I don't want and being able to mm-hmm. be the creator. Mm-hmm. So what do I want and how does my ultimate me act, you know, and how does that ultimate me, like, what are her boundaries? What are her, what's her, how does she talk to people? How does she inspire people? How does she, you know, how does she go about problems and, mm-hmm. and things that come up in her life and stressors, right. you know, that's my future self. I need to make decisions as my future me and not the old me because I want to be lost because not being lost is, is not a very advanced place to be being lost and not knowing and being willing to lean into the hard and lean into the unknown is very advanced. It's very advanced when you're not lost and you know, this is how the world is and this is what you do. And this is, and this is what you expect. And if you don't do it, then I'm going to tell you all about it and tell you why you're wrong and tell you all the justifications about it. Mm -hmm. That's a very like small minded person, you know? When you can accept and love everyone where they are on their own journey, I mean, that's like, that's love. Like that's, that's going huge. back to source. That's yeah, going back that's... to like, like, okay, that has nothing to do with me. And, and you, I absolutely love you where you're at. And you get that from focusing within mm-hmm. on, on your journey, on the ups and the downs. And you do that through sitting sit. yeah literally like, literally like sitting yeah we're on and the, the thing, thing is yeah you come up against yourself oh gosh yeah and that's so hard. everyone wants to blame the program everyone wants to blame somebody else everyone wants to blame and nobody is willing to actually blame themselves i didn't do the work i wasn't willing right. to change i wasn't willing you know like i wasn't willing there and it wasn't a priority for me and that's what it is priority for sure because and honestly, my mom always said, if you want to make time for something, you will. 
And if yep. you don't, you won't. She literally said that. Time and so many lessons. Time, motivation, and um, and what's the other word I'm thinking of? Time, motivation, and discipline are a direct reflection of your priorities. You know, I don't have time for that. Well, it's not a priority. Well, no. You know, right. I, I you know I, I wish I had more yeah. discipline for that. It's not a priority. You know, if you can and change your priorities, always, yeah. That's why it's not discipline. It's it's priority. Right. right. I'm not disciplined. I work out right. every single day for That's hours a, a day. Yeah. Because it's a part of my personality. Because I absolutely love it. Well, right. I mean, our even our text message exchange this today. <laughs> I said I, I I don't think I can work out today, Aaron. <laughs> I I just need to go straight to wine. And you said, <laughs> said no. uh, you need to sweat. That's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure I responded to that text, but I came in and then I sweated. Mm-hmm. And that's why I look the way I do. Yeah. I didn't have time to, yeah. you know, fluff and tough myself. So, so when we talk about the swell method, mm-hmm. sit is really the lead. I mean, because, yes, you have to come you up have to yourself. center yourself and you have to have those. I shouldn't say it like that. You want to have those those coping stress methods that can get you through the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll probably touch on that over the next few weeks because we're, we're always going to come back to sit mm-hmm. because it's the base for moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to sit and reflect on what in the world was happening in my body that mm-hmm. I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. You were sitting and reflecting on your thirties, mm-hmm. the highs, the lows, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we're primed and ready. So over the next few weeks, we're going to conquer all of swell. So next week, we're going to talk about work with a capital X, mm-hmm. not a K at the end. Mm-hmm. We thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you found us interesting and fun, and we look forward to hearing from um, you. Let us know your thoughts and, and feelings, and we are going to keep going. Thank Yay. you.